0: Welcome to the Deeper's Creepers podcast, where we like to get high and talk Uh about horror movies. I'm Casey. I'm Jess.
1: And I'm Liesl.
0: (laughs) (laughs) My boyfriend's back and you're gonna be in trouble.
1: Hey now, hey now, my name is Zach. <laughs> there it is. Oh, yes. oh okay. Saved it, it came back saved around, it, came back, I nailed didn't, it. I
0: didn't even realize I was setting him up for that, I just... <laughs> yeah. I wasn't, I wasn't going to give him anything.
1: <laughs> Y'all, I am so tired, but we're going to get through this together. It's
0: going to make for a really fun episode.
1: I'm delirious uh, <laughs> and slap happy. Ditto, larger. I think Casey, Let's do it.
2: Casey's the only one that has like natural energy right now. Uh... Yeah Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay we're all a mess. Anyways, let's get into it.
0: I'm just high. <sighs> um, anyway, so uh, today we are talking about Scream 6, <laughs> <laughs> which uh, when this comes out, it will have come out uh, the week before. So hopefully uh, most people have had a chance to see it. Um, I don't know what the box office numbers look like right now, but it's got
1: to be $44 opening weekend. Oh, nice. Amazing. Uh, yeah, what was the budget? Um. Probably substantially more than that. Probably. But um, I mean, it's got 44 tough. million for a horror film. Do you know it's, if it's in the top
0: five box office for the weekend?
1: Yeah, I think it's uh, two or three right nice. now. Nice.
0: Good, good. That's at awesome. Least. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it deserves it. Uh, we've got our screen cups. Yeah. Um, Come on,
1: AMC. She's
0: got one too. I left mine at home. <laughs> I but
1: told that's okay. you we could go back.
0: <laughs> but that's okay. <laughs> uh, yes, we got these at AMC because we went to go see it opening night. We got a. Uh, really awesome poster, uh, like New York themed. It was so cool. It was amazing. Um, Really, really cool. So uh, obviously we've had Zach on, so many freaking episodes now. I He's like our December only, like,
2: <laughs> our re returning guest. Yes. Yeah. But
0: we love it. He's so fucking funny. <laughs> um, so, um, we are back in the Screamiverse this week, of course. Um, One of my favorite places to be. Yes. Just a few. Oh, it's home. It's absolutely home oh, to me. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, Just a few weeks ago, we covered the first five in preparation for this. And, um,. Wow, nothing could have prepared me for this.
3: Yeah. Just Agreed. oh my honestly. god.
0: So we're going to go through a little spoiler-free section here up top, um just kind of our initial thoughts from three legitimate scream heads like we love this franchise. Um so obviously our views, I mean, our opinions might be a little bit biased cuz we do love this franchise. If you don't like this franchise, you might not like this movie. I don't know. But we'll let you know when spoilers start. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, initial thoughts, feelings. Um, I loved it. I loved it. I thought
2: Uh, from, you know, in horror movies, there's usually a moment to breathe. You get a sweet little happy family moment. I feel like we didn't get more than, like, maybe two minutes of that throughout this entire movie. Like, I felt start to finish, I was, like, in an anxiety attack mode, mm-hmm. like, the entire movie. And I took my medication, okay? I was there. Yeah. But I, my heart, like I, I looked at Casey, I was like, I can't breathe. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. And that was like 10 minutes in. I was like, yeah. I
1: not I recently doubled my dosage and uh, I was still like five alarm anxious the entire time. That part. It was, yeah.
0: And Whew. I feel like one thing I will say is a lot of the complaints that people had about five, I feel like Radio Silence, who made this movie and the fifth one, really took that, into consideration. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, just really, really tense scenes. Um, Very meta, obviously. I mean, the whole franchise is. Brutal. Um, Brutal, definitely. This is one of the scariest I've seen in a long time. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, there's not a lot of uh, moments of reprieve. It's a lot of very Mm -hmm. uh, tense chase scenes. Um, And being this late in a franchise like this you just, you, you know, no one's safe. Like, yeah. we saw five. Yeah. After Dewey's gone, you're like, well.
1: <laughs> Literally Let me just prepare to cry. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, Which I think we all maybe teared up or cried in this movie. and absolutely. Oh, absolutely. I gasped. I did a lot of this. A lot of I this. I fucking said, Jesus fucking Christ. I can't tell you how many times. Oh, yeah. Out loud. Vocally.
1: In the I theater. S- I still have five fingernail marks in my kneecap from Jess. I don't know
2: who that is. I don't know her.
1: It was, oh, it was rough.
2: Yeah. Zach had his seat reclined and his feet all tucked up. Don't let him fool you. <laughs> That's why I my had, hand was in his knee. No, I had
1: my knees to my chest and I was like rocking. <laughs> we like, had...
2: I was trying to comfort him. That's why I was doing that. Yes. We had a
0: huge group. We had basically <laughs> one whole back right corner of one of the AMC theaters. Uh, and I know we were the loudest bitches of all time. But oh, yeah. like, I we feel were having we the made the movie fun. better. Like when I... Because I saw it two times. I saw it with them... Couldn't take notes, um, so I had to see it again on Sunday. We saw it opening night on Thursday. I saw it again on Sunday, so I could take notes. And um, there were little reactions in the theater, but I feel like, even beyond us, like I feel like our theater got some good reactions. Mm -hmm. Uh, The one upside was that there were two teen girls right next to Jeff who were watching through their fingers during the previews. I thought one of them was going to cry during the Evil Dead preview. Oh, Jesus. They and were so, like, they were like, oh, God, the whole time. But even then, like, I feel like maybe because it was a Sunday afternoon, it was a matinee, so it wasn't, like, a lot of hardcore fans. Right. Um, But opening night, of course, we're going to have a lot of those. Yeah.
2: yeah. And I feel like if you're seeing a movie opening weekend, you have to have some sort of care about it in the yeah. franchise. So, yeah. I mean, after the fifth one, I'm surprised that they, you know when, especially with the Scream franchise, where they're always, you know, going on about how the sequel, the next sequel has to be bigger and better and more death count, like why they didn't expect that, but, you know, it's, everybody, everybody has their different reactions to the movies, and I think they're all fun and they're all valid, so I'm glad that they had that. That time. Because I was, I wouldn't saw movies like that when I was younger. Like, I remember, like I said, seeing The Grudge with my papa and making him hold my hand the whole time. I
0: remember seeing Red Eye, and I was like, oh my god, I'm never getting on a plane. Wes Craven, again, (laughs) love him. We love them. um, But yeah, I mean, there we truly, there is no other franchise like this. There are other horror franchises, but not one that is this much of a family. That is this cohesive, except for maybe the Child's Play series, because mm-hmm. that literally does involve a lot of family members.
3: Right.
0: Greg <laughs> Durf and his daughter. But, um, yeah, it just, this is, I don't know. It just, it knows what it's doing every step of the way and constantly surprises me. I i know people out there, and I know that my best friend Katie, her husband, guest Ghostface, I guess. He's really good at that stuff, and I know a lot of people say that they guessed. Not for one fucking second did I know who it was. I'm I thought I did. I'm not gonna spoil any of it. Did not know for a goddamn second until mm-hmm. it was revealed. I they had me the entire time.
2: I mean, I looked at Casey at one point. And I was like, that might be them. Yeah. But then we later, I thought convinced. it was. I thought it was a different one. Yeah. My first guess, I think, was right. But my 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 ending guess was wrong. Yeah. Yeah, they were like you know the red herrings. Yeah,
1: they were like. At least three red herrings. That's
0: what this, I mean, a lot of this well, franchise is, you
1: know? the actual killer yes. was a fake red herring. At, oh, they all that are. And that's I was like, the
0: yeah. They kind of all are, but that's... They got me again. That's the point of <laughs> these. Like, these are the best whodunit movies you can punch. oh They really if are. If you don't know who Ghostface is in any of these... This is the best who done it you could possibly ask for. Yeah, like yeah. it just is. It is always a satisfying killer, even number three. Fuck Roman Bridger, but still, <laughs> it's better than it. I don't know. I don't know. It's better <laughs> than it being Roy in a Jason mask. I don't know. I hate that fucking. Movie. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> and I love Friday, but anyway. Um, anybody have any like thoughts they want to say before spoiler free is over?
2: Um, Courtney Cox is back in her villain era.
1: Yes, she is. Mm. Love it.
0: Yes. She looks great. She yes. really does. Yeah. Yes. She just...
2: She's just back to the bitchy yeah. reporter that we all know and love. And I just, mm-hmm. yeah. I love that. Yeah.
0: The whole cast does amazing. Again, all the returning people, all the new people.
2: They truly um, make you fall in love, yeah. like, even more with mm-hmm. these people that we were introduced to in There's the last There's one movie. particular
0: new character that I was like, oh, I love you so much. And in this franchise unfortunately that means bad things for you yeah Yeah. so i was kind of devastated but um please go see it i mean we are the podcast that will always tell you go watch the movie first for Mm -hmm. most of them but if you go into our videos and you watch the spoiler free before you go see it to see if it's worthwhile like we would much rather you stop the video go see the movie come back to us we don't want to inform your opinion we want to tell you our opinions but like i don't I want people to have their own opinion when they come in here. And you guys can have healthy debates in the comments if you'd like. Absolutely. So, anyway. Perfect. Alright, spoiler free is over. We are going to ruin the movie. This is the movie that, like, if it gets ruined, that's the thing. Like, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So. So, god damn it. So, first, I will say, uh, when we first saw this, I started to take notes, and I will tell you the point in the movie that I got to when I stopped taking notes. About six minutes in, <laughs> um, I threw down my notebook and couldn't look away, so that's why I had to go back Yeah. and watch it again. So uh, I kind of have the layout uh, to kind of keep the whole storyline, the plot, in order. Um, but we're kind of just going to go through our thoughts, so yeah. I'll try to keep these two in line.
1: Listen. So,
0: <laughs> this opener
1: whoo, this cold open bitch. Who wants oh to my start? God.
0: Thank God.
2: Damn. Drew Barry Mortis. Yeah. And that, I was, was gagged. I yeah. was gagged. I have chills.
1: Yeah.
0: So, um, obviously in the earlier it. episodes, uh, Zach announced to us, cause we didn't know that Samara Weaving was in this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was so excited for Samara Weaving. And, um... Yeah, she is our Drew Barrymore. She's our... Well, uh, she's not Cotton. my daughter, but... No. She's our Cotton Weary. She's <laughs> our Jada Pinkett Smith. She is the mm-hmm. the huge actress that is our first girl that you're like, oh my god, they're in this. Oh. Because, oh. <laughs> yeah. yeah, obviously, spoiler, um, she's the first kill in the movie. Of course it and has she gets to be that Oh, she gets she gets, <laughs> she gets destroyed stabbed like
1: 17 times. It's wild. She gets to
0: use her, her Australian accent for the first fucking time. <sighs> I was though. really
1: excited to hear that. Me too. I was like,
0: okay, girl. And she looked her dress. Mm-hmm. She looked she never picked absolutely out that dress? Sickening. Like It looked so good on her.
1: Well, and I don't know if you guys noticed but the color of the dress was an homage to the sweater that Casey Becker wore in the first one. It's oh, like, no, I didn't realize. It's like the same yeah, hue. Yeah, and yeah. And she's got the same kind of like golden blonde hair that oh, Drew did. I love that. Yeah. So, yeah, that was like a like a full circle moment. Right. Okay, to say, I love like, it. You know. Thank you for right. all that you do. Yeah, Aww.
0: for like making this what it was. Yeah, I amazing. Mean, obviously. Um. So yeah, she is like on the phone. It starts with a phone call, of course,
1: mm-hmm. but she's... it's a
0: restaurant phone.
1: Yeah, she's yeah. On a, she was on a. She was waiting for a date. Yes, like and a she's hinge date. So or he something. calls her,
0: but the initial phone ringing—that of course, all of them start with the ringing of a phone. This is a restaurant phone. We're in a restaurant, and like a hostess picks it up, and mm-hmm. I was like. Okay, that's kind of, like, different. it was cool. And yeah, she's waiting for a date. This guy, like, lures her outside, basically.
2: Um, It's important to note that she is talking to this guy as she's being lured outside, and she is a film professor. Mm -hmm. Yes. She does her little...
0: spiel of theory like,
2: film theory yeah she's
0: teaching 20th century slashers which i would take that class in a heart oh yeah oh,
2: we would be the best students um <laughs> i
0: also wrote like if i had a professor that hot mm. there would have been a scandal just that saying. part <laughs> i would have lost a lot of scholarships if you know no, what i mean <laughs> but um i i this intro is very very interesting uh so we get her down the alley Mm-hmm. Um and it changes to the voice of Scream, Roger L. Jackson. The best. Who I mean, now yeah. he is the only one, other than Courtney Cox, who's it's been, in, been every in every single, every single Scream movie. And yeah. um, I don't know if I mentioned this in the first, uh, the part one and part two of Scream's, um, that Roger L. Jackson, um, those are not done in post production. Um. They and um. The directors typically and West never did. And I know for the fifth one. I'm not sure for the sixth one. They don't let him meet the actors. Right. So Roger L Jackson is on a phone, actually talking to them while they're filming the scene. But he's not on set with them. Right. So it kind of like keeps that anonymity. And that's like really cool. His voice. Let me tell you. Okay. Here's a little story. <laughs> Saturday night. I am watching my best friend's baby. And I get a call. And the name literally says Ghost Face. And I answer my phone and Roger L. Jackson's actual fucking voice says my name, says something about running, and then goes, GO! And just hangs up. And I almost dropped my goddamn phone. I nearly shit my pants.
1: She did drop the baby though.
0: He was walking. (laughs) He's fine. He's okay now. (laughs) Um, They were able to fix that dent. Uh, (laughs) Taylor, please don't kill me. He's fine. I promise nothing happened. But anyway, uh, it scared the bejesus out of me. And um, I could listen to his voice for hours. Truly. Yeah. I
2: mean. Caitlin pranked me. um, Because she's like, answer your phone. And I was at work. And I went in the back brewery. And I answered. And Ghostface was like. Because mine didn't say Ghostface. It just said from New York. And so I answered it. And it's like you like you smell differently like when you're alone and you're afraid but i have one question for you jess guess where i'm hiding click i have chills and i was like oh i was like oh i gotta get casey <laughs>
0: yeah mine actually said ghost face i was like and oh, like God. he was so like, s- like i'll give you 10 seconds and then he yelled run and then hung up and i was like Yes. It's
2: super fun. Um, so, Caitlin sent me the website where you put in um, your name or whoever's name and then their phone number. And it'll uh, it'll call Ghostface. I'll
0: post it underneath this video. You can prank all yeah, your friends. Just, yeah. I tried to
2: call it back. I'm and he said, that. that's not how this works. He's like, I called you and then hung up on me.
0: I didn't try to call him back. I was too scared. Oh.
2: I was like, oh, sorry, Ghostface. Sorry, sir. I love that. <laughs> it was so fun, though. Ronnie and I, my coworker, we literally spent like... 30 minutes ignoring the guests at the bar and
0: call, like calling, like having Ghostface call all our friends. Right.
2: You were the first person I called them. 100 So,
0: um, Samara Weaving is in this alley. She gets murdered. Okay. So in five, the, so every, obviously every movie, especially in this franchise, they're trying to one up themselves. They're trying to subvert the expected. They're trying to surprise you in some way or another. So um, in five, obviously they subverted our expectations by letting Tara live. Our opening kill was not a kill. Right. So, Zach, tell me what uh, subverted the fuck out of all of our expectations in this movie.
1: Okay, so like immediately after Ghostface stabs Samara Weaving to death, he crouches down and looks her dead in the eye and then takes his mask off. Like two minutes into the movie, Ghostface is revealed, and all three of us just went
0: like leaned forward and looked at each other, like
1: <laughs> like we it broke us, it broke our brains. Like, it was like you could hear a pin drop.
0: Yeah. Seriously. Oh my it was god.
1: Fucking I, wild. I literally
2: have chills. Like I feel like I'm gonna have chills this entire like yes. time we're talking about this.
0: It was. I mean. How do you do that? That yeah. felt like you were breaking every rule. Mm-hmm. It felt illegal. In the like best yeah. that's yeah. not something I should be seeing. Like you put the end of the movie on the yeah. beginning of the going. movie. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like yeah. no 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 no! I didn't see it! I didn't see it! And yeah, so he like walks away, goes back to his apartment, at some college kid throws some shit. Like throws like
2: the costume in the dumpster, but
0: keeps the mask.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wow. Uh,
2: Narrow encounter with ghost pigs. Did you tell him to do that? Yes.
0: (laughs) That was for you, but it also scared the shit out (laughs) of me. It scared me too. We knew it was coming. Oh, my God. That that was 100% Jeff's idea.
1: Oh, my God. (gasps) Oh, my God.
0: Oh, Oh my He is so proud of himself right
1: now. Oh, I mean, he he should be.
0: Oh, God, that was good.
1: I want to be pissed, but I can't. Oh, my
0: gosh. I'm going to have some
3: audio to...
0: For those just listening
2: and not watching... um, Yeah. Jeff just came in. Dressed as ghost
0: face. Full ghost face. <laughs> Full ghost face and scared oh the
3: shit. My With the knife. God.
0: And he had gloves on. Please go watch it on YouTube. Just oh that part. Oh my god. Ooh, that was good. Oh, we should make that a reel. Oh yeah. No, oh that's... my
1: god. I thought, right. I, well, this is how I go.
0: This is it. This is how I die. Oh man. <laughs> get your. You want get your help.
1: Oh yeah. Did anybody lose that. anything that's, other that's, than their gravity? No, nope, just that. I just threw the notebook in the no hat. Matter. This is why I told you I'd be the first to die in a scary movie yeah. situation. You saw what happened, right? Oh, yeah.
3: He,
2: didn't
1: try to run. Didn't try to fight goat. back. Just, just, just uh, fell to the ground. Let yeah. it happen. Just like...
0: He's a fainting goat.
1: This might as well. Be happening. And I told
0: Jeff that. He was very excited, so. Oh my god, amazing. Okay. All right. All right. And this, this is why I needed to make sure I had the plot going. So yes, um on the way back to um our our ghost face that we know immediately um yeah. he spots Tara. He knows Tara. They apparently go to school together. Yeah,
1: they have a little um, exchange. Yes. And-
0: um, she like, looks cute in her little pirate costume. She's a pirate. pirate. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he goes back to his apartment, um, puts away his mask that now has Samara Weaving's blood all over it, that and, part. uh, promptly gets a call from Ghostface.
3: Yeah.
0: As you do.
2: Yeah. But the weird part about it was when he was putting his mask in the closet is there were other mannequin heads with other masks in there. It was like mm-hmm. a weird little shrine in his closet.
1: Yeah. It was... But... It was really, yeah, <laughs> it was insane because I, I didn't know where it was going and I genuinely thought that they were going to let him like carry on this relationship with Tara and the group. Yeah. And so I was like, oh my God, are they really about to- Oh my God tell us the killer immediately and then watch like which would have been very cool yeah. if they had done that. I kind of a part of me wishes they had.
0: That's what Robert said as soon as we left. Yeah. Um and yeah a part of me
1: does Robert is my husband, Drew Barrymore's yes. stepfather. Yes. And with a uh, lot of wrong opinions. <laughs> Listen, I'm just kidding Robert yeah, Robert did not like Scream Six. That's why he's not doing this podcast.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. He's just catty. Okay. I love you. Please don't hate me. Um, <laughs> he's precious, and um, if you're listening, Taylor absolutely adored you, so. <laughs> um, but anyway, uh, so he gets this call from Ghostface. He thinks it's his roommate who um, we gather they were going to do this together. They're both mm. psychos. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they um, killed, then that was their film professor. Yes. Then he murdered. We find out. Yep. Yes, um, we get a Giallo call-out, of course. I mean, this has been the franchise for calling out horror tropes, uh, movies, actors, you know, Jamie Lee, all that. And yeah, he's like, something, something, my Giallo paper. And I was like, oh, this movie is... Um, for horror fans that leo meme that oh i know that mm. that's yeah. what these movies are yeah i mean there's so many
2: from. so many little easter eggs from other movies mm-hmm. that i loved seeing unfold yes, yes. it was so um, fun
1: one of uh, one of my favorite little like winks mm-hmm. to the audience to horror fans was that i can't remember his character's name but yeah. the guy who kills samara weaving uh after he slaughters her he gets back to his jason. apartment jason of course it is because when <laughs> I he love gets that. when he gets back to his apartment He's watching TV, and he's watching Friday the 13th, A, Jason he Takes is, Manhattan. Yes. Mm-hmm. I recognized it immediately, because oh, yeah, I loved yep. that one so During much.
2: The, knock his block off. Yeah, yes. and
1: like, that's what was, that's what Scream 6 was getting compared to, like, straight out the gate, was Jason Takes Manhattan, mm-hmm. because they moved it from Woodsboro to New York. To New
0: York, mm-hmm. it's Ghostface Takes Manhattan.
1: Yeah, and, um, and if if
0: the last 20 minutes had taken place in New York. It would be Ghostface takes Manhattan. Okay. Right. Let's be honest about that franchise. Yes. <laughs> he and was on boat for most of that.
1: Right, but you know, they put him on a train this time. They put him on the subway. <laughs> and um if you watch it and are trying to figure out what parts of uh New York they shot it in, uh the answer is Toronto. <laughs>
0: The Toronto area of of New York. York. And that's my
1: favorite. Upper, upper, upper New York. Toronto can be LA. Vancouver can be LA. Toronto cannot be New York for anyone that's been to New York. Like right. as I was watching it, that was what, that's on my con list. I I'm agree. Like, it did
0: not feel. I wrote in all caps.
1: Toronto looks nothing like New York. It
0: did not feel New York. The one scene that almost felt New York was the bodega scene. Mm-hmm. The bodega scene for sure. That was the only thing that in was the like, subway. Okay, but I mean,
2: where? that's that could be anywhere. But even then, yeah. But even then, that
1: bodega was way too clean. That's like, true. like those sh- those floors were
0: sparkling. I heard no. <sighs>
1: Yeah, right? No one when, was sticking to the when floor. When
0: Ghostface was walking around, it wasn't a
1: Also, if they were going for realism, there should have been a cat in the bodega. Oh, but was then, not. But
0: then they would have had to kill the cat, and Scream doesn't do that. They don't. Halloween does, kills dogs. Yeah. Michael eats dogs. Ugh. Anyway, um, if anyone wonders why I'm looking at this phone, it's because I look at the cats, motherfuckers. I'm paying attention. Uh, <laughs> I don't think that they care. I don't
1: think anyone's coming for you. Why
0: not? I'm hot. I'm hot. Why not? Anyway, uh, one of my other favorite Easter eggs, and this is, of course, our Jason guy, that was our original ghost face, gets killed by our actual ghost face of the movie. Yeah. One of them. Spoiler. Ah. Uh, And while he's on the phone with our actual ghost face, we get a let's play a game. And I wanted Mm -hmm. to be like, wrong franchise. Yeah. But also, I love that one, too. Oh, my God.
2: And I, I'll just throw it out there, like, my favorite little, like, nod to horror that I remember seeing was when they're, like, in the subway later in the movie. And they're, like, it's, like, Halloween time, so there are costumes everywhere. And yeah. you just look towards the back of the subway, and there's the Babadook. Yeah. And it's just... Who's oh, a gay I, icon.
0: I'm gonna be honest He's got right that
2: Babadonk.
0: I have... Um, I... Where is it?
1: Who else was... um.
0: I have an entire list of all the because I the saw it twice. On that. I yeah. wrote down every single horror Easter egg that I saw Ooh, on the train. Love it! So I can't go through, through those. Yeah, I went because it's like, so like you can't focus on everything. And since I had seen it before, I was only looking in the background during that. Scene. Hell yeah! I can't yep. wait. Yeah, I got like there's like 15 on here. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's later. Uh, for now. We get to, we cut to Sam, who is our uh, protagonist, of course. She was our protagonist in Five. Um, little difference here, she's got a personality. Yeah. She's not as insufferable. Mm-hmm. And I, like, I feel for her.
2: I do. Yeah. Um, I do in this movie, for Between
0: sure. the events of movies, uh, everyone online, or a bunch of let's be honest, a bunch of incels online, um, decided, uh, actually, Sam killed all those people and covered it up. Sam's the murderer. Mm. Or she was the mastermind behind everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there are a lot of people, and I know this shit happens in real life, who will, like, go up to her and be mean to her in public. And believe everything. Throws a drink on her. Yeah
2: uh she's like she thinks she's got a fucking problem with me bitch and i was like i was the same goddamn fucking thing i felt like i was in that scene
0: (laughs) this this was after sam um goes to a frat party so when we get to let's see after um yeah so after uh so we get to sam at her therapist her therapist is like listen i'm not gonna be your therapist because you're fucking crazy and she's like this is what I get for opening up. Okay, bye. So then we're at this frat party with Tara and, um, of course, Chad and Mindy, the twins. Um, Love them. Mason Gooding and Jasmine Savoy Brown had to call them both out because, Wow. Mm. They are both so incredible. They're charming, like, they're funny, like, they're smart characters. Gorgeous. Like everyone loved Mindy in the first in 5. Mm. Obviously, she was the standout character in that movie. She was our Randy, you know, she was our first openly gay character. And she was I feel our like Kirby. Chad, yes, I feel like Chad was pretty easy to overlook. He's an alpha male named Chad. Yes, that's a joke later in the movie, but like I feel like He was given more of a personality, Mm -hmm. and, like, you can really see, like, he's an actual genuine person. He's not just a regular jock. Like, they gave depth to a character that, like, in most slashers would be so superficial. Yeah. Because he's so attractive, he's so buff, he's Mm -hmm. a jock, but he's obviously smart, he's caring, he... Like, when uh, the first thing Protector. we see him in there, in this movie, we see him with uh, newcomer Ethan, Ethan Landry. And he's like, hi, hi Benimov." He's like, you're a whole ass snack. You need to go get that girl. Like, I and I feel like his performance in this, like, I it's felt Chad so much more. I felt
1: like with the events of Scream 5, and obviously that takes a toll on a person, but... In Screen 5, yeah, like, he lived a very charmed life. Yeah. He was gorgeous. He had great friends. He kind of, like, ran the school. Hot
0: girlfriend. Yeah,
1: he had the kind of confidence that you, like, only have when you're 18 and hot, and...
0: Like, to the point where some guy, some obviously insane guy, pulls up in a car, and he's like, Just like puffing out his muscles, like when that creepy guy in Five. Oh yeah, like Like, he does have all the confidence. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then he was almost murdered, and it softened him a bit.
0: A little bit. It made
1: him uh, a real like live, laugh, love kind of Chad. Yeah,
0: and he is so goofy in this. Like I feel like he they really let Mm -hmm. his character like let go. Yeah, and it does make sense after you go through something like life changing that you're gonna change. And yeah, I just... I love the core four.
1: (laughs) The core Core four. Core four.
0: Well, I personally have a
2: huge love for his character. um, Specifically because early on in the movie, you know, like we said, um, Sam is leaving her therapist. She gets back to the apartment. And um, the roommate, their roommate, Quinn, um, who is a new character we get introduced to. Liana Liberato. She lets Sam know that, you know... Jen Ortega's character went to that fucking frat party she said she wasn't going to go to. And so Sam's like, I gotta go get her, even though, you know. Call out
0: for Quinn. I like her face a lot. Mm -hmm. She has that, like, super round baby face that I have that you don't see in Mm -hmm. movies that often. Yeah. Because you have to have some kind of bone structure, and I don't. (laughs) And it's all behind my fat. Anyway, well, but I I just, I really like her face. (laughs) I wanted to call that out. So She does have
2: a cute face. But we get to the frat party and we see um Tara's character um intoxicated, having a good time, flirting with this guy. Frankie. She's Frankie. She's clearly fucked up though, and he tries to lead her up. He's to, like, Oh, I got some fireball up in
0: my room. I'm trying to like right now if you have ever been a girl at a frat party. Do not go. Don't go and I've been there, also, man. Don't drink fireball. That part. That's the best advice we've given on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah, and so
2: that's when Sam comes in. Tara's pissed off. And Chad's there too. They go
0: grab Chad. And Chad's like, no, come on. Like, you're not taking her upstairs. And they go to get into a fight. And Sam comes in. And she's like, I'm going to tase you in the nuts now. (laughs) Yeah. It was so calm. She's like, hey, sorry, I'm just gonna tase you in the nuts real quick. Boom! And that and of course And Chad was like, yeah,
2: Chad was not having that man. Mm -hmm. Because she was like yanking her up the stairs at that point.
0: And we were all like. And of course and, okay. I have been on both sides of that. I have been the girl that's gone upstairs. Never fun. Um, And I have been the friend that has refused to let the girl go up the stairs. Mm -hmm. And no matter, and like when I've done it in the past, I've had, I'm rarely have friends go against me. They're like, you know, yeah, let me just, I'm just going to go with Casey. But even if I had a friend like Tara that was trying to argue with me, you can punch me in the face. You can scratch me. I don't care. You can fight. You can hate me tomorrow. You can hate me next week. I don't care. I'm not letting you go up those stairs. Oh, 100%. And a lot of people don't have friend groups like that. But, like, this this has been, like, a franchise where you want a group like that. Mm Mm-hmm but we rarely get it because one of them always ends up being the fucking killer. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, in this case, it gives a true meaning to, like, ride or die, you know? (laughs) Like, they really are, like, as soon as they see her going up the stairs, even the new girl, Annika, who, I love her. That was the one I was talking about. I love
2: Annika. Annika's
0: amazing. She is Mindy's new girlfriend. As soon as she sees Tara with this guy, she walks up. They go get Chad. Chad won't let her go up. It just... Like I said, every movie you think, oh, this is a great friend group. Oh, no, this is a great friend group. What the fuck? Why can't Cindy or anybody else have a friend?
2: <laughs> but, yeah, Tara, Tara got very lucky with this group of friends. And I think they, you know, unfortunately trauma bonded. um, yeah. And it made them yeah. closer. And the fact that they all moved to New York together to, you know, pursue their mm-hmm. life interests together. Um, I'm super happy that they stayed together because... I, I really love that they gave us the opportunity to fall in love with new characters, and mm-hmm. we absolutely did.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And so. it's,
1: it's also very uh, reminiscent of Scream 2 when There and Randy yeah. both go to Windsor College in Ohio, and then Gail and Dewey end up there after the murders, and I... it was, yeah, it was...
0: I could write an entire thesis paper about how this is a remake of Scream Two in the best way. Oh
1: yeah. I was This I, is
0: literally the Scream Two we deserved almost. Even though I love Scream Two, it is gonna say, basically choose perfect.
1: Your, choose your next word. But there wisely. were a few things about <laughs> what are you do, No, fall I'm on not the saying this
0: is not I'm not saying Scream Six is better than Scream Two, because I don't think I believe that. And you know but, I just go
1: home. Yeah but, right now. <laughs>
0: but The things about Scream 2 that we wanted to happen but couldn't because of script leaks and things. Right. They Mm fan-serviced in this, and I was like, yes. Yeah,
1: (laughs) it was, it was essentially, in the way that Jennifer's body is basically a remake of Heather's, Scream 6 is basically a remake of Scream 2. Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. And
1: that's why I was so fucking here for yeah. Scream 6. So here for it. I loved it.
0: I said Scream 5 was my favorite sequel last time. This I may love this one more than Scream 5. I think I might
2: love it more than 4. It might be, it might take my second spot under the original.
0: <sighs> I'd have to watch it a few more times.
1: Now, it's not without fault. I've definitely got a long list of cons here. Yep. But, mm-hmm. that being said, I definitely liked 6 more than 5. 100%. and I liked Scream 6 more and more the longer I thought about it. Like, as I was writing these notes and as I was remembering things, because they throw so much at you for your brain to process. In It's only a two-hour movie, mm-hmm. but they throw so much shit at you mm-hmm. in those two hours that by the time I finally decompress, I'm like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. Oh my God, but the in whole the home way, I was like, Oh yeah. I was what?
0: totally happy to see it again on Sunday. I cuz I wait was to see looking again. for all the things that like I missed the first time or like looking for little things since I knew the ending right. and just yeah, I can't
1: wait to see it again and just focus on background and yeah. and yep. little clues and easter eggs because uh yeah, I don't I think like you said there was only like 2 minutes to breathe during that entire 2 hours. <gasps> yeah. was, they ratcheted up the terror And the intrigue so much. I was, yeah, I was smitten.
0: uh, Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, um, this, that party is kind of really some of the only, and obviously it's dramatic and it's, um, you know, it's, it's still a tense scene in the sense that you're like, oh God, Tara, don't go up those stairs. But it's one of the only reprieves that we have since it's so early in the movie, because then after this... They find out about the ghost face killings from earlier in the night. The two college kids who, I guess the cops just, like, no, killed their professor right before. They somehow figured that out real fucking fast. Um, But anyway, uh, and of course Tara and Sam are both like, let's get the fuck out of here. Well, Sam is like, let's get out of here. Um, And Quinn's dad, I guess, is a detective. So... He calls them and says, "Okay, well, Sam, I found your ID at the scene of the crime. I need you to come down to the station." And from this point on, it's pretty much nonstop. Yeah, because when they're walking, uh, Tara and Sam are walking to the police station together, and they get a call. And on Tara's phone, it said, "Or on sorry, on Sam's phone, it says Richie Richie Kirsch, which was our ghost face for the last movie. Obviously, and yeah, is dead." But she never deleted his contact, so it comes up as a call from him. Obviously, it's our ghost face, um, and they get attacked. And this is when they run into the bodega, and we've oh, seen—if you've seen, seen the trailers—I thought it would kind of ruin it seeing part of it in the trailers. No,
1: no, this no, was, was one of my favorite Stressful. The movie. It was the set piece was so cool and so good. The the silent escape. That's yeah. you know that's that's my sweet spot when someone is trying to evade a killer and they have to be silent because
0: there's no other like sounds in the room there's yeah. glass everywhere Get, so Ghostface Chips. has already
1: killed all of the patrons and the guy who works at the Anybody Bodega. who didn't
0: run out and yeah. he had he
2: got a fucking shotgun he took the shotgun from the clerk and shot him, shot in, the him face. in the face and then Ghostface has a shotgun. Never happened before. Ghostface has a shotgun in, and a, in a fucking tiny,
0: tiny enclosed
2: area. Yeah. With one exit because the back door is locked. Mm-hmm. That was terrifying. Yeah. I literally, <laughs> like, I don't think I took, like I said, one breath. Yeah. I like held my breath. I felt like I was going to pass out that entire scene. It was so like, crawling.
1: And in like classic horror movie tropes, there's. The crunch of broken glass and Ghostface hears it. And but they they kind of turned it on its head and they they got away in like true final girl fashion. Oh, like, yeah, absolutely. sisters are doing it for themselves. They push over the thing
0: <laughs> on him, and then as soon as they run out, the cops are there. So they know mm-hmm. that, and you can see the look on both of their faces when they turn back around, they know he's going to be gone
1: because mm-hmm. the
0: cops are there and he is. Because yep. he got the keys. But That's he left a, his mask
1: yeah. as a calling card.
0: Yes, not the one he was wearing, as the girls say. That's not the one he was wearing, but he left a mask. Mm-hmm. And Whose uh, mask was it? Well, the first one they found, they're still running the DNA on that one. Um, when the girls finally get to the police station, um, there was a mask left at the very first scene uh, with the two college kids. Um, and it was Richie Kirsch's mask. Which was Ghostface uh, from Screen 5. Uh, our Ghostface is 8 and 9. Because they're, as we talk about in this movie, 9 Ghostfaces up till this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, we obviously had Billy and Stu. And then we had uh, Mrs. Loomis and uh, Mickey. Roman Bridger as our solo. And then Richie and um, Amber. Is that 9? Um, oh, and Jill Charlie and, Charlie. Charlie and yes. Jill. Yeah. Yeah. Jill and yeah. Charlie, yep. And, um... This is also when Kirby comes back.
2: And can we say, she looks fucking amazing. I think we all were like, Kirby! Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, we were losing our minds. I was, like, punching the air when she showed up. Yeah, I... I was, like,
0: kicking my feet. Like, I was so fucking excited. She looks amazing. She is the Kirby that we absolutely deserve. Oh, 100%. She's in the FBI now because, of course.
1: She's like a hardened detective with the FBI.
0: Doesn't take no shit. Which
1: absolutely Mm. tracks. uh, Oh, yeah. (laughs) She wears all black, which I really respect. She's
0: wearing a black leather jacket. Yeah, she looks very
1: New York. Yes. She looks like a New Yorker, for sure.
2: Even though she was coming from Atlanta. Yeah. Yes. Still.
1: Oh my god, shut up. I'm so, she was from Atlanta. She I was Go from-
0: <laughs> fuck yourself. Okay. Alright. Um, on camera for free. So, um this is kind of uh even though we're in the middle of it all, this is also when we're getting our legacies back, mm-hmm. of course, because we get curvy. Right after that they walk out and um there's a bunch of <laughs> press around. <laughs> you see a crowd thing. of press. Who's gonna be there? Gail Weathers! Weathers.
3: <laughs>
1: um,
0: oh, and I yeah, she love is it. in her villain era. Remember uh, how at the, be- at the end of uh, Scream 5, she was like, I'm not gonna write a book about this. Maybe I'll write a book about Dewey. Mm-hmm. Jess, what did she do?
2: Wrote a book about the murders. Mm-hmm.
0: But she's like, It's what I do. She calls back to her life from the first does. one. Yeah. She says somebody was gonna write about it. Literally what she says to Sydney in the first movie. And she's like, it's what I do. And you're right. It is what you do, Gail. You are so right. Um, And of course, Sam tries to punch her and she dodges it. And we were all like, oh, shit. And she's like, not my first
2: rodeo. And as she's finishing the sentence, Tara punched her right in the fucking face. I was
0: gagged. I loved it. It Two times in a row, they got me. Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? I was like, oh, she dodged it. Oh, shit. Tara got her. It was so good. And then later on, we get that. Tara's like, sorry I punched you. And she goes, no,
2: you're you're not. not. She's She's like, I'm not. not. (laughs) I fucking love that we got to see more of Jenna Ortega.
1: Oh, absolutely. I just,
2: I was really hoping for that. And she looks that.
0: incredible. She's so... I love her bangs Ugh. in this movie. Mm-hmm. And her little freckles. Yes, she is the, the cutest. So she looks and, uh, wonderful. And we've got this whole um, sexual tension between her and Chad for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Totally ship those two because yeah. they're great.
1: Well, and it's, honestly, it's very Sydney and Randy, except they...
0: They finally get together,
1: genuinely like each other, and it's requited. And <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god! What if we would have gotten a Sydney Randy? Even though I obviously love Mark, mm-hmm. but still, Sid- Randy had to die in the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah, he did. Someone had to. One of the legacies did, and it might as well be Randy. It and
0: well it couldn't like, that early. At it that, could have that been it couldn't be. And, and yeah, yeah, no, no. Uh, but anyway, uh so. Uh, uh, huh. Anyway, this is, we called it out last time, we said, you know, we know Nev Campbell's not going to be in this, if we get a mention of Sydney, we do, this, and it's the perfect kind. They say, you know, Sydney's not coming here, is she? And Gail says, no, she took Mark and the kids somewhere safe, she deserves her a happy ending. 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. Sydney does. I want so her to does come that back in seven, but... She deserves a lot of money for it. So. Oh yeah! Don't like, try to underpay her next time. That's
1: because. what I'm saying. If if they can give her an appropriate offer. Even if she's only in seven for like five
0: minutes, because
1: right. they just greenlit seven, they're yes. gonna start filming soon, yeah. Which I'm we very all excited. knew was gonna happen, of
0: course. It's
1: going to be Radio Silence's trilogy, trilogy. absolutely. They, were, they weren't gonna just do two,
0: no, no. It, and
1: yeah, uh, also, speaking of Radio Silence, did you notice that Sam's therapist was played by the guy who played the patriarch? In Ready or Not?
0: Yes! Oh my God! And I loved him in that movie, oh, but he's got that yeah. big beard on.
1: Exactly. That's why I didn't notice oh him God. at first. But then oh, the whole wow. the whole time
0: I'm like, Who the fuck
1: is that? And then it, it and hit here's me. the
0: thing: the whole therapist um, subplot you could do away with it. It oh, Goes yeah. nowhere. Yeah. The only thing that well, is cool out of it is he gets stabbed in the face.
1: Yeah, he gets stabbed in Which the is nose. Yeah. Fucking. Like,
0: oh, I like through
1: said, oh the Oh God! Door, through like, the, yeah. And somebody says later, they're like, got stabbed through the fucking nose. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So that's the only good thing about it. It could be. I'm sorry. No,
2: you go ahead. I was just going to say the whole point, I think, of having the whole therapist situation was whoever our ghost face is in this movie or ghost face plural Mm -hmm. is really trying to like reaffirm like what the internet is saying and that the killer is sam so the whole movie is pointing us to make like everybody is thinking sam is the killer like we as the audience know that that's i mean we don't see that as the case because we see all these things unfolding that a lot of
0: it's from sam's perspective yeah Mm -hmm. and And so
2: that's i think the therapist (coughs) you know has said he had to report the things she was saying even though she was just like it felt right, like, talking about killing the bad yeah. people. And I'm like, if someone, like, tried to kill my family, I'd kill him. and I'd say it felt right, too. Like, I don't think that that's, I mean, yeah, I thought obviously, were, probably normal people don't say that, but I'm not.
1: I thought they were leaning a little too heavily on that whole, like, if I think you're going to harm yourself or others, I have to report it to the cops. Yeah. would like, no, never. when if she, I just said that? I was like, she was saying that her boyfriend, who tried to kill her, Like
0: And did kill a bunch of people. And did kill a
1: bunch of people. When she ultimately killed him in self-defense, it felt really fucking good. But
0: she is struggling so hard with that feeling. Because most of us would be like, yeah, no, that was fine. He deserved it. Mm -hmm. She struggles so much with it because she already struggles with the fact that her dad was a serial killer. Mm -hmm. And she's got this thing where she sees him. She's got Mm -hmm. some kind of mental hold that... Yeah, she's gonna struggle with that a little more. Yeah. Um, but quit, yeah, I just
2: quit your fucking job if you literally talk to someone for three minutes and you're like, "Ooh, I can't
0: handle that." Like, yeah. So yeah. you're not a good therapist. That sir. subplot you really that could stab have, in the nose. Could have just mm. kind of gone by the wayside for me. I agree. Um, another, even though he's super hot, another subplot that could have gone by the wayside. Um, Danny, uh, Tara's new neighbor. boyfriend. He's super hot and. I liked him. I, I, I do like the uh, scene that... So, we do get a scene, um... We'll just go ahead and talk about it now. I don't want to know when it happens. Um, they get back to the apartment, and Ghostface starts attacking. He kills Quinn, um... And is attacking them in the apartment and they're in the bedroom trying to get out and they're locked in the bedroom and they get a ladder across because they're like right across from each other. So from window to window, they get a ladder across Mm -hmm. and they're crawling. And that is such an amazing scene. I, you are so tense the whole time. It's a chase scene in this. Okay. First of all, we got so many more chase scenes in this movie, Oh yeah, which Mm -hmm. was missing from five. Um, And there's so many good ones in this, this being one of them. Um, but I mean, how often do you see them hanging, you know, four stories in the air yeah. on a ladder going yeah. across and it just, you know, they, t- they only go one across one by one cause mm-hmm. it's not that, you know, sturdy yep. and they're waiting and Annika has been stabbed several times mm. and it it's twisted like twisted and, oh. and she's like
1: holding herself and trying not to bleed out. While crawling on a ladder. Oh my god. And just really killed it. But here's the thing. I wrote that like, I didn't care if Annika died because she had been on screen for 20 seconds. Exactly. There was no development.
0: I liked her for the fact that she was cute and she was dating. Yeah, and she was dating. (laughs) Yeah,
1: I liked that she was Mindy's girlfriend. And
0: that was what was sad about it was (laughs) Mindy's reaction. That was the saddest part. Was Mindy... Like you know, she's heartbroken. I wasn't necessarily heartbroken by it. I was sad, but I yeah. mean, I mean, you oh, knew God, one of
1: them brutal.
0: had to die.
1: Yeah, and three I would rather be on a ladder. One of them's gonna die,
0: and yeah, and of course we think Quinn's dead too. So we've lost a lot of our new characters already. already yeah, the
3: bo-
2: I mean, we talked about bigger, better, higher body count. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah.
3: brutal.
0: Um. So right after we do the whole therapist thing, um. Not only do we get Red Right Hand, we get Red Right Hand leading into a meta discussion amongst friends. Mm. And that is just what this franchise is
1: about. Yep. That's
0: so good. We get it twice in this movie, just FYI. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I loved it. Um, so, of course, we go into... And this is another... Um, kind of felt like New York to me moment when they're sitting on the benches outside having the discussion. Just that, like, outside area felt very city to me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, so they're having their little meta discussion. Uh, Mindy's mad at herself because she didn't call the killer last time. (laughs) I was too. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so yeah, she is, uh, kind of laying out the suspects. Our new people, uh, well, obviously, Quinn and Annika were on the suspect list. They're dead now. Um, Ethan is our other newcomer. He is roommate with Chad. He's
1: a virgin. Yes. He's Loser. A virgin. He looks like Troy Sivan.
0: He does. Yeah.
1: He's like 85 pounds and just... <laughs> just a little skele- nerd. Yeah. Just skeletal.
0: So, obviously, at the um, bodega killing, I don't know if we mentioned, uh, they found uh, Charlie Walker's mask. Or was it Jill's? No, I think it was Charlie's. I think it was Charlie's. Yeah. yeah. I think so. Um, so then at this therapist's death, um, Detective Bailey, who is actually Quinn's dad, mm-hmm. um
1: played by Dermot Mulroney. Yes.
0: Um, love him.
1: He's so good.
0: He uh brings the mask to Kirby and is like, guess who this belongs to? Roman Bridger. And mm-hmm. so then Kirby kind of sets all this up on a whiteboard and goes through it. Here are the ghost face killers that we've had. Kind of goes through the whole thing. And he's like, but I thought the movie. She's like, fuck the movies. Because he's talking about stab. Yeah. And um, so we get that very, just so much meta.
2: And at that point too, like when Kirby walks out of the room, he makes this comment, like he picks up his phone. He's like, give me all the information you can about Agent Kirby. And so we're like, and I looked at Casey and I was like,
0: Here's what I'll say, second time through. He is not on the phone. He speaks to someone off-screen that it never cuts to. Oh. Do you think his crazy ass was just talking to himself?
1: Probably.
0: Cuz the it, it just so, stays yeah. on his f- face and he looks off-screen goes, "Hey, look up what you can, blah, blah blah blah," and then it just cuts away.
3: Yeah.
0: Never cuts to the other person. I don't think he looked shit up, because we find out later he didn't look shit up. Right. Because then he later on he is like, Kirby's crazy. <clears throat> Turns out, Well, he's crazy. Yeah. yeah, so I'll admit, like,
2: not my first guess was Kirby, but I was really like, it has to be someone that we know.
0: And later on when he's like Kirby's crazy, it's her, and everyone thinks it's her, I was fully convinced. Yeah.
2: But to be fully fair convinced. I thought it was the detective. In the start. Yeah. I was like, there's something with this guy. But then his daughter dies and I'm like, okay, well maybe it's not because why would he kill his own daughter? Like, he looked devastated. Mm -hmm. The man acts his fucking ass
1: off. Mm -hmm.
0: He really does. We're bouncing around a lot, but I
2: just fucking love this. (gasps) I love this movie. I love love talking about it.
1: I do too. Mm -hmm. I am... I was convinced that for a while that it was Kirby Reed, but Because they did such a good job uh, making her the red herring for a few minutes. But (sighs) selfishly, I wanted it to be Gail.
2: I literally wanted it to be Gail in the last one. And I wanted it to be Gail in this one. And
0: they mentioned that in this one. Mm -hmm. When he is, when Ghostface is on the phone with her later, he says, you would have made such a good killer, Gail. Um,
2: it's the first time we spoke on the
0: phone. What, which it is insane. F- I yeah. can't believe I didn't realize. Yeah,
1: because they come close in Scream Two. Randy picks up Gail's cell phone.
0: Yep. Mm-hmm. And then
1: is on her phone when he gets murdered. Gail almost answered the phone. But she was letting it ring. As soon
0: as he said that in this one, when she answered it, I was like, "Oh my god!"
1: Yeah,
0: I hadn't realized that.
1: Yeah, yeah, we never had a Gale Ghostface conversation. Yeah, and it was brilliant. (sighs) Yeah, it was so good. It. She's. I think this marks the first time in the canon that someone has hung up on. Well, no, Sydney hung up on Ghostface in five. Click. Yeah.
0: But this is the first time someone has put him on hold and called his ass back. Right. That was fucking hilarious. And it's hilarious. so funny because she says, can you hold please? And you can hear him go, what? what? And <laughs> yeah, right off. before she
1: hangs up. It's so good. It's so good. fucking
0: funny. This movie.
1: It was very funny.
0: It's so smart. It's oh, so funny. One of my favorite lines that got a genuine laugh out of me both times I saw this was when Kirby comes up and she says something about being in the FBI and Gail goes, you look like a zygote. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> she's like, you're, you're a baby. She's like, like I'm, I'm 30. I'm 30. She's she like, goes, no, you're a zygote.
1: zygote. <laughs> <laughs> Which is me talking to anyone under 30. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone at work. They're like, I'm sorry 20? we're so
2: young and full of life. No,
1: I know, but I work with 24-year-olds <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, mm, "Dude, I work. I work with a lot of 20-year-olds.
2: I'm the youngest person at my job.
1: I don't remember asking. I'm the youngest
0: person who lives in this house. (laughs) Shut
2: up. (laughs) Anyways. Uh.
0: So then we get to what is possibly other than Stu Mocker's farmhouse, Mm -hmm. the greatest set piece of the franchise. Debate me.
1: Uh, the shrine? Yeah the fucking drive. i fucking
0: loved it i was
1: like Uh, i think we all were
0: like can can we can we go there i want to live here i
1: was yeah i was like
0: i could watch it a hundred times and still find new things Mm -hmm. it's in this old gorgeous theater like with a balcony
2: and like everywhere you look there is like courtroom sketches and like pieces articles of things yeah. from Ghostface past all the
0: knives all the masks uh like These Billy's suits. t-shirts Stu's yeah. uh smoke yeah I mean they everything. they had
2: like yeah they had all the mannequins with like the masks and shit on the stage like it was so eerie and then fucking Billy's was in this glass
3: box mm-hmm.
2: oh, it, it was, was yeah as a as a horror
0: fan as a screen oh, yeah. franchise fan like It was fucking It was everything. It was so cool. um, It had Randy's shirt. Mm -hmm. Um, It had all of Gail's books.
1: Uh, Debbie Salt's white Mm pantsuit from the finale Bloodstained from Scream 2. Yep.
0: You would Uh, notice that.
1: The TV that landed on Stu (laughs) Mocker's head. (laughs) The uh, very
0: first um, or one of the phones that Casey Becker picks up because Mm -hmm. it's burned. Half burned from the fire. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Just Oh, man. So so good. And they mention, and this makes me have some thoughts about Seven. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, They see the TV and was it, I think, no, it's not Kirby. It's Kirby that sees the TV and then it's um, Mindy that says, yeah, if you believe he's dead.
1: Yeah. And also. I um, literally
0: was like, what? I think I know what you're going to say. Yeah. Say, say, say. When uh,
1: when Kirby has uh, her crazy FBI whiteboard yeah. situation connecting all the killers to the current killings. Um, they have like a time of death or a place of death. They're like, you can see the dates. Um, it's like Debbie Salt, born in 1957, died in 1997. That sort of thing. But next to Stumacher's picture, it's just a post-it with a big question mark. For oh, his, I didn't notice that. For his date of death. Yeah. Shut so here's the thing. I don't <sighs> I want to believe that Stumacher's alive and he's gonna come back because Matthew Lillard is Bay and oh, it would be yes. the ultimate WTF <clears throat> moment for diehard fans. but like <sighs> TVs in the 90s were so heavy so heavy and I mean it was <laughs> like two eight... two...
0: Spoiler See alert, he kills someone in this one. That's what, in that same TV. That same which TV, is, yeah.
3: um, the, What I was
0: actually going to say is I read something um, where someone was interviewing the Radio Silence guys and asked about uh, Jill Walker, and their response was, well, anybody can come back. And I was like, mm. okay, I don't know how I'd feel about her coming back. Yeah. I mean, uh, she got shot she in the head,
1: head, right? The heart. Yeah. Sorry. And um, also electrocuted. That's yeah. Not that that mattered because she Clear. still came back. Yeah. <laughs> she still came back to get shot. Um, yeah, they always do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think if there was...
2: A... I hope it's Mocker. If it's anyone. If, if, if it there's anyone. any killer
1: who could have possibly survived, it would be Mocker. But yeah. I did a deep dive into the whole canon after we saw Six... And um, an article I read basically said what we said earlier, that, like, for all intents and purposes, like, this was a loose remake of Scream 2. And I didn't know this, but in the original script for Scream 2, you know, at the very end, they the camera pans uh, and follows Sydney Prescott as she's walking away from Cotton Mm -hmm. who's surrounded by press. Uh And then they do that like slow pull away where they do an aerial shot of her walking through the courtyard at Windsor college while um, she said by collective soul plays in the background (laughs) and uh, screen two has the best soundtrack fucking fight me. But um, apparently in the original script, right before it cuts to black, the camera was going to pan over to a bell tower on the campus and standing in the bell tower was going to be the new ghost face mm-hmm. watching Sydney. And that was alluding to Roman Bridger, who's been watching her the whole time. <sighs> and honestly, I know that you, I know we talked about it last time and we fucking hate the retcon con.
3: It has its moments.
1: In Scream 3, but if you watch the original Scream and you think about where Billy and Stu are at all times, it fully makes sense that there would be a third one, because the third one could have been the one stalking them at the grocery store, and the third Mm -hmm. one could have been the one in the woods outside Tatum's house Mm -hmm. when school gets canceled. Mm -hmm. Like, it actually does make sense. I don't... I, I still kind of hate it. Yeah. Because, like...
0: But it's a retcon. You can go back and not have to close your eyes
1: to yeah, it, doesn't, it. Yeah. It doesn't make me groan the way it used to, but at the end of the day, the killer in Screen 3 was on Felicity. <laughs> and I just can't reconcile that. I just can't, you guys.
0: <laughs> okay. um, We need to talk about Gale's scene. Um... <sighs> Also,
1: they Let played take the my Dewey pills. music earlier
2: and we all cried, I think. Yeah, Dewey's motif <laughs> plays Oh yeah. and
1: I cried. Marco Beltrami, I looked over at I Casey. Stopped.
0: Casey was sobbing. I was, like, I was she's like,
1: not okay. I, was I really wasn't okay. okay. They I start was...
0: talking about him and then it plays in the background. Oh, God. It was one of those immediate, I. it wasn't like a tear, it was like a
1: <laughs> Oh, yeah.
0: geez. I, yes. yes. I was like, Jeff d- immediately d- hands d- me d- a tissue.
2: Yep. I
1: was like, uh. I mean, uh, we, not okay. <laughs> it, it hit us all hard, but not nearly as hard as Casey. And I, Please. I remember when it happened, I like kind of turned to Robert and I was like, oh my God, Casey's not okay right now. I can just, like, I didn't even have to look at you. I was not okay. I was like, she's a fucking mess. I cried. heart oh, so out. so
0: sad. Um, another scene I was a mess for, and I know all three of us was. So in the theater, it was Jeff, me, Jess, Zach, Robert, Taylor. Throughout the entirety of Gail's scene, from the time she gets on the phone until the time it cuts away, I have Jess's arm and we are squeezing each other. And I had
1: my hand on... Jess was digging her nails into my kneecap because I'm sitting like this... Because are, that's that's my safe pose, and so my safe like, pose is me I'm digging like, into your knees. So I'm let like, me like nothing it. can get me. And no, it, it was fine. But you put you put your hand on my knees so hard, and then I held your hand, yeah. and then you're holding onto her. And I was down yeah. here. I know we and I were, were like, all slowly sliding out of our seats because we were okay. so tense. Oh I God. like. Oh man! I
0: was okay, like hyperventilating. Three, I think I killed Dewey. The whole exactly. theater is like. Oh my god. Gail's about to die. Uh Like, they made it, they alluded to it in the preview, but, like,
2: actually seeing the scene and how How, because it's just her love. And
0: it was we've always had to in this uh, franchise forget how strong a person is in retrospect Mm -hmm. because the killer of Gail's enormously muscled Beautiful boyfriend is Quinn. Spoiler alert: She's one of the killers in the end. Um, she wasn't dead. How? But we've we've had to do that a lot in this franchise because we've well, had. I mean, how? In, how did disability. Amber kill Dewey? How did Jill kill anybody?
3: Yeah, um, <laughs> right. Or
0: Charlie for that matter. They're both yeah. so tiny. But and Dweeby. yeah, and they're both like seventeen.
3: Mm-hmm. But.
0: So that doesn't bother me as much. But yeah, this entire scene, we're like, she's by herself. It's just Gale and Ghostface. This is the sixth movie that she's been in. We already killed off one Legacy. The Mm -hmm. other Legacy is not in the movie. So we can't kill her off. And Gale is so smart. Gale is so fucking smart. She She finds her gun. Mm -hmm. She starts shooting through the door. She does not take shit for a single second and then as smart as sydney is to hang up on him in the fifth one like we said she says can you hold please and then calls him back here's the phone turns around and shoots mhm wow it was fucking hilarious it was she star 69
1: mm mm-hmm. mhm and Ugh. we
0: can you hold please
1: <laughs> yeah the 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 gale scene was my f- i yeah I, words, yeah, you know, it like, really I feel that way it, though. It, it was... like, yeah, just talking about it breaks my brain because it was everything I could have possibly wanted and needed it to mm-hmm. be that scene. And Courtney Cox, it, she's just next fucking level. Jeez. And the fact that she was the only legacy character in it, and they she wasn't in the movie very much, but she made, made the most of her time yeah. and in the what three f- maybe four scenes she's in they're the best scenes of the entire movie because it's Gale fucking yeah. weathers but uh yeah this
0: chase scene that this chase one scene of the best uh, chase of i mean the entire. it she's went apart it went
1: across the, well and, and because she's gorgeous. loaded well, she's loaded, but at, by it's this point... a huge point. New York... Like, yeah. Uh, she's on, like, Man a... house house. Yeah. like With a balcony. Nationally televised...
0: But that's the ...show thing.
1: in this. So she's... She's rich as fun.
0: One of people's complaints about Five, and something, even though I love it, I would complain about, there are not enough chase scenes. Not any mm-hmm. really good ones. This one is our legacy character that we're really afraid is gonna die, they go through one part of her apartment, they go out onto the, the balcony, balcony, come back in, yeah. go into her little safe room, come out of the safe room, back into the living room, and there's like pillars like yeah. to hide behind. Like, it's such a good set piece.
1: And the editing in that scene is spectacular yes. because they take you, I don't know how many cuts they ended up doing to yeah. make that scene happen, but it felt like one dolly it really on a did. continuous take. Like, they you they could took feel you. where
0: everything was. Yeah,
1: and they shot it so close up. They did such a good job of raising the tension. They had the music, the tense music, like just loud enough. Yep. And when Homegirl hit him with a cast iron skillet, I was like, <laughs> whoo, because I've had one fall on my toe.
0: And then we're all <laughs> right. thinking, okay... We're all thinking, okay, she's got him down. She steps on his hand, grabs mm. the knife, and then he takes a piece of glass, and Ugh. I felt it.
1: Yeah, we all kind of grabbed her. Yeah, I, 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 I was like,
0: oh no, Gail, oh no, Gail, you've been, and uh, of course, right at the last moment, hero moment, Sarah, Sarah, Sam and Tara, <laughs>
1: Sam and Tara, <laughs>
0: uh, show up and shoot him away, but of course, they don't get Ghostface, um... For a moment, like, Gale lives. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like for a moment, you yeah. think she's dead,
2: but the paramedic comes in immediately and is like, we got "We've pulse. got a weak pulse," and yeah. so we're like, "I cried
0: then too, but not quite as hard as, as Dewey's motif." Because uh, and here's the thing: um, in this franchise, this is not a franchise that kills people off later or between movies typically like if you don't die in that moment you're surviving right so tip so even though she like kind of like closed her eyes i was like this is not the franchise that kills people in that way right once Ghostface is gone it kind of almost doesn't even matter how many times you've been stabbed you're probably gonna live right and so it's and and i actually love that about this franchise as weird as that sounds because like you can get stabbed a ton of fucking times in this shit and just live and you're fine and and that's great because I love keeping these characters around but um, it just, it says something to the fact that like, as soon as Ghostface is gone, the danger's gone like, if, but it also says something more to the fact that when he's on screen all bets are off you're fucked. 100%. you, unless you are Sydney Prescott, or at this point, Gail, Gail Weathers.
1: Weathers,
0: you're dying. Like, yeah. you are so dead. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and I was... Mm, uh, yes. After, God, after that scene, right before they uh, right before the EMTs come in and uh, take Gail to the emergency room, uh, Gail looks at Sam and very faintly, like very quietly, because she's just been through so much, she can barely get the words out. But she says, Tell Sydney that he didn't get me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Right in the field, I cried, bitch. I cried, right in the field. Yeah, I, I cried she... way, way more. Yeah, at this than I ever. I've only cried once during any scream. And it was during five when Dewey died. Me of too. And that was because that was like losing a family member. At that, True. Point. it felt
2: like it because uh, his, his he's everyone's aura.
1: surrogate big brother, not just Sydney's. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I, I cried like four or five times throughout this movie, and sometimes sh- from pure joy. Yeah, like this movie was what I wanted Scream Five to be.
0: Fair by 100%. way of
1: like. Fan service. They like, took the
0: things that fear. They, they didn't quite get in five yeah. and made it better. They
1: got they got mm. close a lot in uh-huh. five, and Fair. then six, they fucking fine-tuned it. It, and, it is
0: a fucking screen movie. Yeah,
1: and it's precise. Like, you're right. The the therapist was a little extraneous, but I feel like he... <clears throat> we got a good had, kill out of it. Well, Ghostface, we got a good kill, and Ghostface... Technically, he had the motive to kill the therapist so that he could get Sam's file. That makes sense. And they
0: want to frame her, yeah. In the end, anyway.
1: And she had a bad experience with her therapist.
2: Her file is missing. Wouldn't it make sense that it was her? Yeah. So
0: we need to get to the ending, but before we do, um, we'll talk about Mindy's train scene really quick. Um, (sighs) I was pretty sure she was gonna die, but luckily she didn't. Um, Here is what I wrote down. Uh, for who I saw on the trail. Oh yeah, yeah, Spilled. I found Pinhead, Babadook, Freddy, Chucky, Michael, the Tethered, the Grady Girls, a red balloon, um, that one show with Elizabeth Moss where they're all wearing the them. Handmaid's Tale, the Handmaid's Tale, uh, the Midsommar girl, Jason, um, and Billy the Puppet. Ooh. That's amazing. And that's yeah. just what I saw on the second time through that I could write down as quickly. Do you as
1: possible. know who I noticed that you didn't list?
0: Ooh.
1: Uh Grace, Samara Weaving's character in Ready or Not. <gasps> Shut up. Yeah.
0: Because oh,
1: oh, you I only see that. her from the back.
0: But it's So like bloody... there's
1: someone in a ripped white wedding dress oh. with like uh. the um I I don't go shooting, but Whatever that little the that sash, little sash, type thing, yeah. the little sash oh, with, with the, the shotgun shells, yeah, yeah. That's and a little so tilted cool. to the side, little matching hat.
0: And I noticed that many, and I still <laughs> missed that.
1: <laughs> yeah, Grace was the one that I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" Because I was just
2: staring at the Babadook duck because I was just
0: that. Oh. I know, I was and the way he was standing
1: in the back, and I was like, "That's me." I, I was could like, have "This swore Yuzu you on that
0: train," but I was like, "Oh, it's just the back." No, oh, I was God, like, that that is, is, like that's
1: me on the way to the Halloween party." At the very back of a subway car, just dissociating, dressed as the <laughs> Like That's the my. Costume that's was my story. It was so
2: good. I was
0: like, "You're freaky." I'm more scared of you than Ghostface. But they and like you like, but you they looked. I'm sorry, it's I okay. can't speak. They looked like. Actual costumes, they, they were did, good costumes, yes, yeah. they looked like good, but costumes. they
1: didn't look like they were professionally made by a yes, the studio, they looked, they like, looked like college
0: students, yes, costumes. yes, like yes. they would put the effort into it, but they also wouldn't have a ton of money,
1: yeah, they but, wouldn't have perfect, but I edges feel like it's very and... accurate
0: because, like, especially college parties. A lot of them are very specific costumes. A lot of people don't go as generic things. Right. You go as a very specific movie character, book character, something Mm -hmm. that people go, oh, I know what you are. Mm -hmm. One of the college parties that I went to. Best. Best. And I'm pretty sure, I'm still friends with this person on Facebook, but I can't remember your name. I doubt you watch this podcast. You dressed up as old Greg for one of the frat parties I went to, and it was the greatest costume I've ever seen in my life. I will post it on the Instagram. I still have a picture of it.
2: This is a picture of Bailey's. This is a picture of Bailey's, but closer. (laughs) This is as close as you can get to Bailey's without getting your eyes wet. (laughs) Would you like to see my downstairs mixed up? I can't do this. What are you doing in my waters?
0: <laughs> I can't stand God you. God damn it. Okay. Do you love me? <laughs> We're going
2: to get to the end. Could you learn to love me? Make an assessment. I'm done.
0: Okay, thank okay, you. I'm <laughs> I'm not cutting any of that out. Good. I love this um, gag. So we get to the ending. Um, we have three <sighs> killers. There are three killers.
2: And they turn... Essentially, the whole point of bringing them back to the shrine mm-hmm. is that it is a like it is a trap it's like a box that yes. has one entrance one exit and so now they're in there they're like we're gonna trap Ghostface in here and kill him yeah mm-hmm. and the- they, they make you think this is the point where they're like the detective is there and he's like I looked up Kirby's file. Like she's, she's crazy. She doesn't even work for the FBI anymore. She's
0: fucking lost it. And he's it. like, no, no. And Kirby comes up and she's like, no, seriously, don't listen to him. And we have uh, Randy and Billy kind of back yeah, and forth. That's very yeah. true. Yeah. yeah. And then Ghostface runs up in the background. And then the detective shoots Kirby. Mm-hmm. Because, of course, Detective Bailey is our one of our Ghostfaces. Um, and we get the one that was in costume that ran up to him, and then he looks over to the side, and we get our third. Mm -hmm. And I lost my shit because I have been waiting for three ghost faces.
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) and it was really satisfying that it was Dermot Mulroney out of costume. Yes, and he's like kind of controlling the ghost faces. Yeah, oh, he's the master, the puppet master, and Um, yeah. The way he's like flanked with them behind him. Mm-hmm. It just And it both was... with
0: both of them in costume it's a very, right. very cool image. Mm-hmm. Um so the sun pulls his mask off. It's been um Ethan. Ethan,
1: Ethan. Yes. that little yeah.
0: dork virgin. Yeah,
2: who's yeah, like never uh, virgin. Eighty pound
1: twink committing <laughs> these vicious murders. And then that the other old one story. Is of
0: course, Quinn. She pulls her mask off, and she goes surprised. And Tara's like, yeah, because you died. Yeah. <laughs> like, mm, but right. I didn't. But I didn't. And, uh, yeah, it just, it's another one of those, uh, she was the first of the friend group to die because she's the slutty one. Mm-hmm. But then they subvert that slasher trope by, mm, she wasn't the first kill, yeah. that was a fake out, she's the murderer. Yeah. And she almost killed Gail. Yeah. Yikes. <laughs> mm. Whew. So um it's just it's it's
1: It just gets balls to the wall crazy. I wrote such a scream ending. Yeah.
0: Um so this shrine we learned the shrine was Richie's uh from five. Uh, This is his dad and his two siblings who are avenging Richie's death. Even though he was a piece of shit fucking serial killer. Oh my god, at one point, Tara was like, yeah, good fucking parenting. And they're like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Because he's upset. They, of course, think they're trying to frame Tara because they think Tara did all these other murders. Sam. No, they want to frame Sam. Yes, sorry. They want to frame Sam because. She stabbed Richie twenty-two times. So they made up the internet and
1: rumors slit and
0: slit his throat. Can't forget that. And she says he cried like a little
1: bitch. <laughs> This was the moment where it really became a remake of Scream 2 for me.
0: Absolutely. Mm-hmm. because like, it's the, the
1: killer is the parent of the killer from the last movie.
0: Going after the person who killed mm-hmm. their child. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, this is when... And that's why this ending felt really satisfying to me. Like, the killer yeah. reveal, I was like, fuck yeah, dude, this just makes sense. This mm-hmm. just feels like this franchise. And yeah. not in the... <sighs> again like no, no because they, i didn't call it up till then cuz it wasn't oh this is richie's family and they're like kind of on the outskirts of the film yeah. you didn't know so you had no <laughs> right. idea but then they reveal and then
1: it starts to make sense yeah. that when sam got the call from richie's cell phone that it was richie's dad still paying his phone bill
2: yeah like that actually
1: <laughs> did make sense
2: and also richie um sorry richie's dad being the detective yeah having access to all oh. of the evidence and things like that, which would make sense able to... to they and, were
0: able to switch out Quinn's body. And, and he even says they'll give a grieving father, you know, a lot of room. You know, yeah. and he was able to switch the body out, so it looked like Quinn was dead. And um, we get a shootout. Uh, at one point, Tara's hanging from the balcony. Chad gets stabbed a bunch. I thought Chad was done so for many times. after him and Tara kiss. Yeah. No. And he saves Tara, and then yeah. yeah, she uh we think he's super dead.
1: But yeah. right after he gets stabbed repeatedly by both ghost faces, or two of the three, um Ethan and Quinn, there's this moment that was probably my favorite visual moment of the entire movie where Both of them in the ghost face costume turn to Tara and Sam, and at the exact same time they both clean the blood off their knives. Ah,
3: that was so good.
2: I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved
1: it. We're all friends here. My dick got hard. Yes. Like it did something to me. Oh my god. I we were all like at the exact same same time. time. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? I forgot about that part. That was so good. good. So good. Um,
0: so Tara ends up stabbing Ethan and this was uh, one so of the good. last, mm-hmm.
1: um, Ooh, I forgot about this.
0: Easter <laughs> eggs that I think I uh, saw. At least I think it's mm-hmm. a little, uh, nod. She stabs the hell out of him. She stabs him in the fucking mouth and yeah. then twists. She's got all this blood all over her face and then she starts laughing and crying kind of like Sally at the end of Texas Chainsaw mm-hmm. and she's just kind of that like <laughs> and she's like cry laughing and she's like kind of going crazy yep. a little and I'm like okay yep. Sally
1: Yeah, it was Oops. it was definitely giving Sally Hardesty 100%. Okay, I thought and, I was the only one. Okay, no, I I I got that. And <sighs> the the way that she Stabbed him in the fucking mouth, just like they just they just kept one upping themselves. And
0: then, and then she has the such a Jess line. I don't know why, but it felt so Jess <laughs> when she stabs him right before she twists it. Do you know what she says? I don't remember. You're gonna die a fucking virgin. Yeah, <laughs> it feels so Jess. <laughs> I would have me. said the same thing. Yes, fucking loser. Because uh, she did mention that earlier. <laughs> um, but uh, okay, so. We get our Sam kill, uh, mm-hmm. not Sam dying, but Sam killing uh, Detective Bailey. And my second time around, I tried to count the stabs uh-huh. at at least 34 plus the eye stab. So uh, more yeah. than she stabbed Richie. Yeah. I counted 34. There might be more. Woo! I counted 34.
1: Yeah. So That's she, incredible. She, I remember she had stabbed him so many times, but... None of them were lethal stabs. Because like, he's also
0: got a vest on, because he's a detective. Yeah,
1: he's got a bulletproof vest, and um, also, like, she she was stabbing him, kind of, like, not to kill him, but to, like, stab him. Like, all over. Like, oh, just she, to give yeah. him these, like, little flesh wounds. Like um, She wanted to, to
2: inflict It's pain. like when you're going to, like,
1: marinate a chicken overnight. That's how she was stabbing him. Or a
2: good prison shanking.
1: Yeah, well...
2: I think I'm the only one here that's been to jail. Oh, okay. Let's move on. (laughs)
1: Yeah.
2: Don't look it up. Don't look up my records.
1: Well, I've been handcuffed. Anyway. I said move on. (laughs) So after she stabs him, what, no less than 34 times, (laughs) he's begging for mercy like a little fucking bitch. She's
0: like, I'm better than that. My dad was a serial killer. I'm not. And he goes... Thank, Thank you. you. And Tara and just
1: like, goes, you sure? Like, you sure, bitch? You're really just going to, like, let him live? And, and she's, she's like, like, but on the other hand, you don't fuck with family. don't fuck with my family. And she stabs him in the eye, uh, which, like, three kills we've never gotten in the entire canon. We got in this one movie. Someone got stabbed in the eye. Someone got stabbed through the nose. And someone got stabbed in the mouth. We got someone stabbed in the ear and screamed, yep. too. I love but her now I'm like, they have officially covered every face orifice.
0: And honestly, like, the mouth stab and the nose stab are Ooh. good contenders for Golden Chainsaw. But there is something about the way Annika hits that dumpster on the way down. Because Ghostface, I don't know if we mentioned this, he doesn't stab her. She's on the ladder and he He's like, bucking shakes it. it until she falls. and yeah. her Hits her face on a dumpster.
2: There is something
0: about the way it looks and that little, that smack on the dumpster that I was like, oh, oh have I
2: have you ever yeah. had a
0: falling death?
1: Uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar in Screen 2, Off the Balcony. Yeah. Yep. Yeah,
0: that and is I, true. I, that I is think true. that's
1: it. That's that the true, only yeah. one that's dealt with heights.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, in 4, the, um... Uh, uh, assistant. I think she was probably dead before that. But oh, yeah. Threw and her he, the and then car. he threw her onto yeah. the news. I want to say she was probably dead yeah. up on the roof yeah. um, before he threw her, but he did throw her off the roof of the hospital.
2: How did Quinn die again? Did they shoot her in the face?
0: Um, oh, God! He yes. was up in the balcony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Sam shoots her in the face. Um, oh, and this is something I only noticed the second time I watched it. Um, Tara hits her with something in the face really hard and a bunch of her teeth are on the floor. You can see little bits of her teeth. I didn't see that. And then when she comes, that's when they're all downstairs. When she smiled and
2: her face was all, her mouth was all bloody. That's why. That makes sense. So her
0: teeth are on the floor. She comes upstairs and when her and Sam are about to face off, she spits out another tooth. Yep. And then, yeah, Sam shoots her in the face. She goes to shoot shoot the detective out of bullets. That's how we end up with our ending. Um, Red right hand plays again. Um, Kirby ends up because uh, somehow Ethan isn't dead after being stabbed in the back of the throat. Um, and Kirby kills him with the TV. She says, I saw that in a scary movie once. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah, it just... I, I love... And Chad ends up being alive. Uh, yes. Mindy runs Mindy's- into the scene. She's like, they give me so much drugs. Can't feel anything below my neck.
1: <laughs> Honestly, I love her. <laughs> what One thing I wrote as a con... When I took notes after I got home that I've completely changed my mind on is I, I wrote down that I kind of didn't like that all of the core four survived. I felt like at least one of them should have gone. And I genuinely. Especially since
0: we kept Gale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I was like, because that was our, remember that was our qualm with Scream 5, that mm-hmm. like not enough people died. Yeah. There were so many survivors mm-hmm. from that cast. I mean, the body count was still very high. Yeah, mm-hmm. But like... Nobody we cared about. None of the, yeah, the Core Four lived, Gail lived. We were uh, sad about Sydney Amber, lived. but Amber
0: had to go because she was ghost. She games. was one of the killers, was, yeah. yeah.
1: Just because yeah, I love I Mikey Madison, but like, yeah, she yeah. had to go. So, um...
0: But I agree. I am happy... In a way that they lived, because I would love to see them all in seven. Yes, um, I would be really sad for Tara if she lost Chad because they had just kind of
1: got together. Together, so
0: um, you know, I yeah. It's just good all around. We've said a million things. We could say a million more. Yeah. Go see it. It was... Cute little stinger at the very, very end. Oh, yeah. Stay (laughs) Uh, for the
1: post-credit scenes for sure. Yeah. Um,
0: This is the first time we've ever had a post-credit scene (laughs) in a screen movie. And it's literally Mindy going, not everything needs a freaking stinger scene. Yeah, (laughs) And that was it. We were all like... There were like
2: maybe eight of us, like ten of us left in the theater. So yeah. It was us and then, and then a couple the of people, people in, front of, in
1: us. front of us who wore their ghost face shirts. And we, so we, we knew all they were weren't just going like... anywhere. Yeah, and then Mindy says, "Not every movie has to have a post credit scene," and we all and it just that was lost. It was, it. It. it was like five seconds
0: long. It and It was like so
1: perfect. funny. And it we, was wait, so perfectly done. So
0: perfect for this fucking. If it was anything else, it might not have been as good. Yeah, I I loved it. I, I was like That's... I was
1: watching it yeah. genuinely thinking they were going to allude to the. What was going to be the very beginning of Scream 7. Yeah. Because I've seen um, at least 20 Marvel movies. Um, None of them consensually. All against my will. They
0: are all king of the stinkers.
1: Yes. And so Robert and I will go see them in the theater. And it's like, I have already sat still for two hours and 45 minutes, mm-hmm. and I've had to pee this entire time. And now I have to wait through the longest credits in the free world for one 30 second scene. So I'm really glad that they did that, and then just turned around and just was
0: like, "No, not everything needs a stinger." Just talked
1: shit, yeah. Lights come on. Talked shit about it. Basically called
0: us out for continuing to sit there for the next four minutes while the credits rolled, just so we could see that, and then called us out and was like, "Okay, yeah, yeah." I was like, "Ouch, ouch,
1: though." But yeah, it was it was fantastic. I I really I only had a couple of cons and they were trivial. I mean, if we're, if we're being real and we're being fair and balanced, there are a lot of plot holes that you just have to overlook. You have to suspend your disbelief. Like when Sam and Tara triangulate the phone call, and find out where Ghostface is and they somehow know that it's exactly Gail's apartment. Yeah. Up on
0: ninety-sixth. Oh yeah. Gale, like. And then
1: it's like, are we supposed to believe that they're in Central Park? Because if that is the case, then they might be close enough to get to Gail in right. time. But if it's like there
0: are some Woodrow really Wilson do, Park
1: and yeah. like Flatbush, they're not. Which is getting it, to the Upper West Side in time. Which is
0: another reason it doesn't feel New York because yeah. they can just get places. But um, like yeah, that's it's like something the last, you just have to overlook for plot purposes. Yeah, you easier. have to, you
1: and if you take a you a on a ride, car. <laughs> yeah. and honestly, I liked it so much that I was trying to rack my brain for things I didn't like.
0: Agreed. Yeah.
1: Instead of the other way around. Because when I saw five, I once I had time to like ruminate, I thought, oh, I don't think I really liked it that much. But that was mostly because so much focus was on Sam. Yeah. And before her character development between five and six, Sam was intolerable. Yeah. And... I'm sorry, but trauma looks good on her. Like, trauma does a body good, girl. Like, she's she's sexier. She's funnier. She's savage. She has zero fucks left to give. She's fiercely protective of her sister and her friends. Like, she is a down-ass hoe. (laughs) And she's what was missing from five. I agree. So I feel like if she keeps on this trajectory... By the time Seven rolls around, she's going to be just an extraordinary heroine.
0: Sydney part two. Not as good, but we'll yep. take it. <laughs> the Coke
1: um, Zero yes. of Sydney Prescott.
0: Um. Anyway, I am going to cut this right now because we... Uh, I don't know how long this has been going on, but I'm sure it's forever. Um, <laughs> we could talk about this franchise for the rest of our lives. Uh, yeah. Go back and watch the other two. So... Um, But thank you so much for coming on and talking about Scream 6. We will uh, have you on for Scream 7. We're just going to say that right now. Of course. And probably before then, too. (laughs) Week, week. I (laughs) mean.
1: So,
0: um, but in the meantime, um, requests or comments, concerns, whatever, uh, DeeperscreepersPod at gmail.com. Like and subscribe on the YouTube channel. And then uh, follow us on Insta and Twitter at Deeper Scrapers. And, uh, yeah, until next week,
3: stay spooky.
0: Bye. Bye.